0: Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Bobby Maximus and Joe Cibula. And we're uh, here to introduce a very special guest. Uh, And by the way, a person whose product I love very, very much. It's uh, Stefan, who's the founder of Amorpho. Welcome. Thank you so much. Now, I got to say, I'm pretty, I mean, when it comes to fitness, I don't like gadgets. I don't like gear. I'm very minimalist when it comes to uh, equipment. And, you know, I kind of get sick of the fitness industry, honestly. There always seems to be some new gadget, some new gimmick, three easy payments of $9.99, a magic pill, something somebody's trying to sell me. And so whenever anyone gets in touch with me and says, hey, do you want to try my product? I'm instantly hesitant. Like, I'm just going to put that out there right now. And I've I've written a lot for men's health. Uh, You know, I've done a lot of things in the fitness world. And so you can imagine over my career, I've had a bunch of stuff thrown my way. Anyway, I had the opportunity to use uh, your product, your weighted vest. And I got to tell you off the top, I fucking love it. It's, it's become very quickly uh, one of my favorite pieces of equipment. And, and to give you a bit of a background on that, um, and, and by the way, I want to make it clear, this is in no way a, a sales pitch. I'm not formally affiliated with you guys, and and I'm just a fan of the product. So I want to learn more about it. One of my complaints about using weighted vests in the past is they're weighted unevenly. You're using Mm. a plate carrier style, uh, you know, weighted vest. And so it really starts to disrupt my movement patterns. Uh, Being a person that's fought in the UFC and at the highest professional level in the world, I can't have my movement patterns Mm. be disrupted. And and your weighted apparel and weighted vest has solved those problems. Can you can you tell us a little bit about how you came up with this or why you came up with it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. First of all, thank you for for uh, for saying that. And I'm so, so happy that, you know, you're experiencing what we're hoping when, you know, we spent three years developing this, that. Someone that's using it would would feel and and the background to it just to give you a bit of context. So I I worked at Nike for over 20 years um, and I uh, had the opportunity to lead a lot of innovation projects and the, many of them were in the digital space. Um, but we always, you know, you're, you're early on. You're trained there a certain way to think of of always making sure that you're solving a consumer problem or that there is a real need, as opposed to to your point, a lot of what we see, which is gadgets and just stuff mm-hmm. thrown at you, and someone's trying to make a make a buck. Um, this whole project or this this whole idea started. Um, when I uh, a friend of mine brought a weighted vest, this is way back in 2014, my friend BJ brought along a weighted vest and he said, we're going to do the Murph the right way this year. Cause we had done it a couple of years. And I said, well, what does that mean? He said, well, we're going to do it with a weighted vest. And, um, you know, needless to say, it almost killed me. But, uh, more importantly, I, on one hand, I was so blown away by this cause I hadn't worked out with weight vests. I was like, there's, there's something Something happens. Something changes when you tighten it down. You cinch it down. You put it on, and you just feel kind of invincible. But then the next thought was like, why is it so ugly? And why is it so uncomfortable? I mean, this looks like crap. And, and I also thought to myself, like, for women, there's. I started doing some research online. I'm like, this just everything looks very military. To your point, there's mm. plates and stuff. So. So the whole inspiration for creating something better was to solve the problem that you were experiencing. It was like, why don't we make something that's comfortable, that is beautiful, and that is form-fitting? And and the the other interesting thing was when we started doing research that led to our whole line uses a science called microload. And microloading is basically you load between 1% to 5% of your body mass and you evenly distribute it, as opposed to saying... Well, throw on 20 or 30 pounds. and Because when you do that, no matter how strong you are, you are inevitably messing with mechanics and form because you can't move in a natural manner when you're having that much weight. And that might be fine if you're rucking and you're just walking a straight line at a slow pace, you can throw on 30, 40, 50 pounds. But if you're actually doing dynamic movements, it's too much. So those things combined led to us creating Theomorphous G-Vest, which we're, we're happy with. And I'm super pumped that you like it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, one of the things, and, and Joe's use it, obviously, too. But like you were just saying, it solved a bunch of problems for me. Number one is an elite athlete and a professional fighter. I can't have my movement patterns disrupted. Um, I also, I mean, frankly, I'm 44 years old. And you know, I'm considered to be one of the fittest people on the planet. Men's Health named me one of the 100 fittest men of all time. But one of the things that I'm not able to defeat when it comes to father time, I can still run, run a fast 40. I still have a high vertical. I can still deadlift a lot or bench press a lot or whatever fitness, fitness metric you're using. But the wear and tear on the back, the wear and tear mm-hmm. on the knees, the wear and tear on the ankles, like that stuff doesn't get any easier as you get older. And I, I really like the science of microloading, if you will. Because it's something that's allowing me to, I guess, maintain my strength without the repetitive wear and tear. And I haven't used your your stuff for a long time. But I will tell you, when I have a very heavy weight vest on and I try doing box jumps or runs or sprints, I pay for it the next day, the yeah. next oh, week. It
2: kills <laughs> my back. Because like yeah. you said, then you've got this, this excessive load that's not in the right spot so like you're trying to do air squats and it's pulling you out of position and you're trying to fight to get back into it yeah my back aches for days after that so i, I usually haven't yeah. trained with a vest
1: yeah you know it's so interesting so we have uh alexander madison you know running back for the vikings one of our ambassadors he told me you know he told us it was like he because he'd been working out with a with a weight vest in the mm-hmm. past and he likes to run routes in it and you know when they cut you know uh, i mean the the he's an incredible athlete he's a every time you cut the whole thing just moves sideways and now you're creating a torque you know your your whole center of gravity mm-hmm. moves and it puts strain on your lower back and that's just not practical versus our vest is so snug and tight that it's and it's deliberately designed to really be one with you so so yeah. you should feel like like you were describing you should be able to do your moves without this being in the way.
0: Yeah, I mean it's interesting cuz it's you you'd certainly feel the weight, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I did a I actually did a 5k run in it in it yesterday. And it certainly makes it more difficult than running with nothing. Oh yeah. But in a way, you also don't feel like you're weighted because it's not a an excessive amount. But B, what you said, it's it's evenly distributed over your whole body, that it doesn't feel unnatural in any way. Yeah, exactly. I, I,
2: I like I like the way that the load is, both because it doesn't feel like you're wearing, like you forget you have it on. You're just moving, like you're just doing your thing. You feel the effects of it, but there's this attitude, and and I saw this running a CrossFit gym for years and years, like nobody would have a weight vest if it wasn't for the Murph. And then you're seeing everybody's like trying to find some version of a weight vest so they can do the Murph and everybody's coming in with different designs. And we would sit and look and like some of them are better for the runs. Some of them are better for when you're doing the push-ups. You know, some of them sit too high up and they just kind of squeeze the air out of you. And that's like the challenge of it. And then there's the stuff like you said, if you're if you're moving quickly in it, like you're basically cutting out of the vest, like it's not moving with you. Um, So having having the appropriate load is something I don't think anybody thought of. They're just like more is better. If I can do a Murph with a 20-pound vest and then I go to a 40-pound vest, I'm even more of a beast. But it's actually making you slower. It's like just beating the hell out of you, and you're not becoming fitter because of it.
1: Yeah, this is this is such a great point, Joe, because you know, um, we we got asked when we when we first launched this, you know, it's like, well, why why is it only 10 pounds? That's not enough. And and I ask, well, what do you mean when you say it's not enough? Well, it's just a vest should be 20 pounds. Like, well, what do you do in your 20-pound vest? And and you quickly realize that because you know what? If you want to throw on 50, 40, 50 pounds, you're better off getting dumbbells. Or, mm-hmm. or do a workout whereby the load you're 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 using is like go lift weights. Or or in in the case of Rucking, different story, right? But if you're actually going to do dynamic movement, and that's why I, then 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 Ten pounds is absolutely enough, and a same thing, you know, Bobby. You're saying you went for a run in it, and you you feel it, but it's not so extreme that you you have to change your movement patterns, yeah. and that's the big big difference between our product and a lot of the stuff that's out there uh, out there today. But but this misconception, you know, that t- to your point, like heavier is always better. It's mm-hmm. like well, it depends on what you're doing. Sometimes it is, but oftentimes, if you want to move dyna- dynamic movement. Uh, plyometric movement that, you know, that isn't linear, then, you know, 10 pounds is absolutely enough.
0: So a question I have is, is walk us through the development of this thing, because it's obvious when you, I mean, I I try to remember my experience when I first got the box, when I pulled it out of the package, it's obviously a lot of care goes into it. It's really well made Uh, on a completely unrelated note. I was really pleasantly surprised by how well it washed and dried. You know what I mean? Like one of my concerns was, this looks really cool, but within three washes, it's going to fall apart. But it's like super high quality. So, can you tell us a little bit, like the things that went us went into the development of this deal?
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, and this was was also a big learning curve for me. You know, I the privilege of of having worked at Nike is you know I, I I you know get to work with so many experienced smart and talented people and 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 two of the first that you know joined uh in the beginning was was Natalie Kandran, our designer and Irene Elcheva our developer and you know because I in the beginning I was like well just let's just make a cool looking vest design something and and you know because I was used in the digital world everything is very you know you can quickly get to something but but she they walked me through they like well First, we're going to make something really, really ugly. And then we're going to make it comfortable and durable. And then we're going to make it beautiful. It's like, but it's a step. And and we started this process. And, and you know what was interesting was, because it, it was derived from that same first insight, which was like, how do we make it comfortable? So we started looking at other products. We bought product, we threw it on, we worked out with it. And we we're like, what is the friction? What's the problem here? And a lot of the problem was the fact that it was creating... Uh, it was usually most of the times creating a vest with pockets that you would put, you know, whether it was, you know, plates or sand, or you'd put something into something else, which inevitably then moved. And then I think it was Irina that said, why don't we just make it one and the same? So we embed and integrate the weights into the material, like a, You know, so it's like one soft surface that moves with your body. And that led to us thinking, well, how could we do that? And what would be the best thing? And that's what led us to the steel ball bearings. So we have hundreds of 10 millimeter steel ball bearings that make up the weight because you can have a big plate, right? A steel plate, which is cheaper to make and put it in a pocket, but that thing's going to jump around. If you can break up the mass over a number of smaller weight points, it's going to be a much more distributed feeling. And then started the, then we started looking at, well, okay, how do we, how do we now, we use neoprene, you know, and we started looking at, you know, the same material, basically that you have in a wetsuit, but we had to merge and fuse these. So they were sitting in place and they were durable and they were comfortable. And to your point, you could wash them. That took, you know, better part of two and a half years, almost three years. So, that's why we wanted to make sure that it was, it had that sort of the comfort and the sleekness, but it was, but it was made with, with this intent, We said, how do we make sure that it isn't blocks that move around? So that, that was kind of how we, we went. And then we went through so many iterations, you know, as you do, and you're like, and the first ones were, didn't fit at all, or things would pop out and you, you go through this and we have a great partner um, our, our factory partner OSM that are amazing in you know this development. So it's been fun.
0: Tell me a little bit about the difference between like I I'll call them the three products. You got weighted shorts, we've got we've got a weighted shirt, and then you've got the vest. Yeah. So, can you can you walk me through like why would I use I guess the shirt instead of the vest or or you know vice versa?
1: Yeah, I mean you know they're all different loads and they're and they're different use right. So we uh, basically and and you know you're incredibly fit. Uh, to most people, ten pounds is a lot to start with. You know, you don't just normally throw that on and go for a run. Most people do not do that. So we wanted to make sure that we had depending on what your activities are. A product that's relevant so it, when you look for you know more like uh, cardio work or, or hit work we recommend starting with um, our shorts and our shirts because they weigh from one to two pounds and you can use them uh, in a, a you know it's a it's a smaller change you know so we talk about the least amount of uncomfortable change you can throw on our shorts two pounds and you can go play an hour of tennis if that's your sport, or go for a run, or go play hoops, and you'll f- completely forget that they're there. Yeah, uh, the, you kind of level up to the vest. The vest is all more for power, for strength, and when you're ready to add on more weight. So the the way that our um, our portfolio works is for both men and women, we we have these two um, you know categories, if you will, where the what we call the the gravity vest. Um, has a particular purpose as, and then the um, the um, gravity apparel has it. So you can think of it like gravity apparel is cardio and endurance. Gravity vest is strength toning, calorie burn, and the micro load on the vest is five pound for women, ten pound for men. On the apparel is from about a half a pound to two pounds, and that's that's how we divvy it up. And then you can layer on. So we have some some athletes that'll go. I'll go with long tights, long sleeve shirt and vest and now you're adding 15 pounds but that's when you're really used to working out with extra load yeah and you can
2: Got feel it. it i mean just doing body weight stuff pull-ups push-ups dips you know squats lunges just that little extra load makes a difference you yeah, know i can do totally. uh, our holy trinity it's 30 minutes of pull-ups dips and push-ups and you get to a certain point where like you just kind of know what numbers you can hit and you just sort of rip through it and it's always sort of the same and then you add just the shirt and it does yeah. change the game. It changes it entirely. Yeah. It makes it a whole new workout again.
0: Yeah. Now, what about what about what's the consumer response to this? Because it's it's actually really funny, and I got to tell you a story. Um, I put it on. Yeah, you know, I got the black apparel shirt. I put it on. I got I got the shorts, and my three year old asked me if it was my superhero costume yeah. because it looks like it's really cool looking stuff, right? And Joe actually has a funny story. Uh, Joe's involved with film. Um, he's worked on a film with Kit Harington, Ron Perlman, uh, you know, a bunch of other people. But Joe recently, you know, filmed a Star Wars thing where he wore it as like part of his costume. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty wild. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah it's it's funny you mention that because a, a, a lot of people and, and our ambassadors early on, Annie Coon's amazing U.S. Heptathlete, she said... Mm-hmm. I feel like a superhero in this stuff. There is something that happens, you know, it's the same feeling I had the first time I put on a weight It's like, you know, you throw it on and you're like, I'm ready. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. And, and we, so we, we've had that, you know, that response. And so that's the aesthetic thing. The other thing is just, there is, there is a proprioception and there's a mental change sometimes. And you know, this is like when you're, when you're, whether you're working out, you know, or you're preparing to compete or when you're competing, the, the your mind is playing a huge role, and that sense of readiness, like you, you know, I threw it on, I did my workout, I took it off, and now I feel like I'm flying. We, we hear that a lot, you know. Uh, it, it's like the athletes that use it in preparation just feel like I'm I'm ready because I could do my reps with this added load. Now I know that I, you know, I can take it off and fly. And, and the, the amazing things we, you know, we didn't know this when we launched because it's a new concept. What would people say? The best way to measure, you know, how you're doing is really uh, either the net promoter score. You know, the question, would you recommend this to a friend, which we're hitting over 70, which is unheard of. And for a startup brand, and then the second one is just return rates. You know, how many people return? Because we sell, you know, we go direct to consumer. Mm. And we have incredibly low return rates. And, and when you do the, you know, when you launch a brand, you're like, what's it gonna be? What are people gonna say? So I think both this feeling of like, I've invested in myself and I feel different, as well as you know, how the quality of the product is is it's been the, the consumer response has been just just mind-blowing. And then from from an athlete standpoint. We have had uh, so many. Uh, it started off with NFL a lot because we started off with Julio Jones and people saw it, him wearing it. But then we had so many NFL players coming saying, "I need this," um, and I, you know I, they want to buy it. You know, can I buy it? Can I get a discount? And we'll, you know, depending on on who it is, we're you know we're we're happy to provide it. <laughs> but but it's just one of those things where and now we've got and M- the NBA and MLB are coming and and the as the cuz they're realizing that wait a minute I can just increase the I can increase the intensity of my workout by just a little bit and that's going to be the difference between you know getting a rebound in the fourth quarter or you know getting that touchdown and I think for those athletes that, that there's there's such a minimal difference between winning and losing and the everyday athlete you know like myself it's just like it just feels good to know that the workout I'm doing anyway is going to give me more back that's mm. That's cool.
0: Yeah, I I have a question about the science because you kind of mentioned like with the load and everything like that. And and I'm probably more of a training nerd than people give me credit for. But I ask questions like, why is the apparel two and a half pounds and not three pounds? Why is it two and a half pounds instead of two? Like, how did you get to the point where you settled on the numbers that you settled on? Yeah, you
1: know, it was actually... It was both a result of how much real estate we had on the garment itself, right? Because it, it, you, you kind of want to make it comfortable relative to how big you are. And that was, we we used the 1% to 5% of body mass as our general guiding rule, but we did not set out and say, this shirt is going to be exactly 1.4 mm-hmm. pounds. Because the science isn't that exact because we don't know exactly what you're doing in it right if everybody was doing the same workout with the same intensity and they weighed the same amount you can be more specific so for us this is a little bit more of hey generally speaking if this size you know this volume this mass can carry this much weight that's where we started down the road we are very much looking at innovation where we can be much more specific. You know, we can even look at things where we load it differently from, you know, your left to your right arm. You know, you might be doing a sport like tennis where you're you're loading much more on one side. Well, then we can compensate by adding more weight to the other side that's down the road. But, you know, the whole idea for us, the guiding principle was we knew the parameters within which we wanted to work. And then, you know, looked at how would we apply that to the products to land in that
2: zone. Curious, because I've I've looked at your website, there's a whole science section on there. And there's a ton of, you know, scholarly research articles I dug into. Yeah. So which just tells me that you weren't just throwing this out there. There's like, oh, we're going to make a weight vest. and, And we didn't look into it. But some of that research actually mentions the amorphous product. So, what research have you guys actually had done with the current version of what you're selling?
1: Yeah, so so we, we we're really fortunate. Our head of science is uh, uh, Dr. Erin Fazer. Did her entire PhD around what um, we call microloading. It, it, mm. it wasn't necessarily called that, but we've kind of we've Named it and trademarked it because it is easy to understand. A micro load is a small load, and you know, that is amorphous science. But Erin uh, has spent years researching this, even before we met. And mm-hmm. it was it was sort of happenstance that I got connected with her um, as she was finishing off her, her PhD. And, and I explained what we were doing. She says, This is amazing. This is what I've been researching. And she, what she found was the same. Uh, insight that I had had intuitively, she had scientifically proven Mm -hmm. this idea that small weights in the right place if you're moving at high velocity can can yield great results. I didn't have science when I started, it was just like instinct said, you know what, there's got to be something there and then Erin had the facts and that's what you're seeing on our website and we've done some research in South Africa, we're doing around now in Australia um, where we're partnering also with universities to, you know, to, to put the science out there. And then we're getting feedback from some of the teams we're working with too. You know, mm-hmm. some of the sports are are really, really intensely measuring their
2: athletes yeah.
1: and we get access to that data
2: too. So there could be a future where you have like a football shirt, a basketball shirt, a tennis shirt, like more specific to the sport. Cool. Don't tell like anyone, it. but yeah, <laughs> that's, that's now,
0: a great idea. Now, you could have a Murph shirt. Yeah. <laughs> for sure how how uh, out of curiosity and 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 i'm not always a proponent because like i said like bigger's not always better right um especially when you look at like i said i'm six foot three 245 pounds i don't necessarily want to add a bunch of weight to my joints uh but for you guys like what's the heaviest you could potentially make a shirt or a vest but still paying attention to the i suppose the the um the the tenant that it's going to be evenly distributed over your whole body. It's going to be comfortable. Like, have you guys tried to push that limit at all, or have you just settled on we're staying between one and five percent, and that's it?
1: Yeah, you, you know we uh, we've got a bunch of innovation research that is going on, and it's mainly, quite frankly, in the and in the, in the um, pieces that have less real estate. So, in a women's crop top, for instance, that's a much smaller surface to work with than a long sleeve top for a guy. So there's less space to distribute. And you don't want to, you know, you don't want to make it too clunky, right? So because if you have to load a bunch of weight on a small area, it's going to be uncomfortable. So we're we're looking at ways of innovating where we can make it, you know, it should still look amazing like our products do. It should still be comfortable and still be functional. So but that's where the layering comes into play. Because then you might go and say, you know what? I'm going to add a pair of tights and a crop top and a vest because I want to get to that. You know, I want to get to more load. And there, there is some more innovation um, for a later podcast, too, that I, I can share. With, but I don't want to spill the beans just yet. But we're looking at many ways of of varying the weight of our products and, and you know, to give people more choice. But what we have now is, is more than enough, you know, to get someone through their 99% of all their needs.
0: I love it. Why? Why the name Omorpho? Where did that come from?
1: It's uh, it's Greek, and Omorpho uh, means beautiful in Greek. I'm half Greek. I speak the language. I grew. I lived in Crete for five years, and uh, my mom's from Athens. So I wanted to find something that was um, a we could protect from a from a trademark standpoint. We have the trademark for the for the name Omorpho. I like how it sounds. I like that it has a meaning, and also the circles. Our logo a lot of people don't know this but if you look at this this is our logo which is the three o's wow. from uh, from the name and it's circular like our you know our whole design aesthetic is very very um it has a circular pattern so all those things combined is what makes it so unique i
0: love it well i got i got to tell you i'm a big fan like i said normally i i generally hate the fitness industry and hate fitness products because like i said you, you, i've been sent everything and a lot of it's just junk but but super high quality um it washes really well which like I said is important you know especially yeah. when you're using it all the time because the you know the beauty of your your apparel too and your vest is that you can use it every day you know there's yeah. times in the past I've used it a big heavy vest but one or two things happen one you start to get too sore you start to break down you need to break from it. Or two, you just get annoyed with how clunky it is and how uncomfortable it is, and so you kind of phase out. I'm able to use your stuff on a day to day basis and, and in different in different ways. I've tried deadlifting with it. I've done box jumping with it. I've, I've, I've ran routes with it. I've jumped with it. I've tested my vertical. You know, so uh, a big fan here in terms of like the way it's implemented, uh, the, the the way it works, and and the big test for me is does this add to my workout? Mm-hmm. Because if it doesn't, I don't want to spend the money on it. I don't want to carry it. I don't want to wear it. And it's it's improved my stuff in a lot of ways. So I'm I'm grateful. So thank you for the work you put into it.
1: That's awesome. Thank you so much for saying that. Really, really makes me and the team happy. That's why we get to work every day and crank and try to make things that, you know, we, we know it works. But the validation from someone like yourself means means a ton. So thank you, guys. I really, really appreciate it.
0: And, and one more thing on that validation, too. Um, when you pay a fairly high price point for something, you want it to be quality. You want it to feel like quality. You want it to look like the day that you took it out of the box and, and you've accomplished that, which is a, which is a good thing. It's a great thing. actually. Yeah.
1: And, you know, thanks for reminding me. And and if I may, you know, it's really interesting. So sometimes, you know, you read on, 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 on social media, which can be, Interesting. You know, people are like, oh, this is ridiculously expensive. I can get this for, you know, I can get a weighted vest for nothing. We spent three years and an enormous amount of money making sure that what we sell is super comfortable, is durable, is, you know, looks good. And and we also have a digital connection to our own app, you know, which comes with it. But I think sometimes it makes you sad. You know, you're like, Oh, man. Yeah, you, you can totally go buy something from, you know, off Amazon for 49 bucks. But 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 please understand that we're not in this just to because we want to rip you off. We've really, really worked hard on something. And that costs a lot of, you know, costs a lot of money. So uh, I think to your point, that's one thing where. You just, you, you, you gotta get used to some of those comments, but that's, it's because we've really put a lot of attention to and and care to making sure we we have a quality
2: product. People have a hard time with that because it's like, I want to buy a car and they walk into like a Lamborghini dealership and they're blown away by the sticker price. And it's like, well, the place across the street, I can buy a used Chevy for three grand.
0: It's like, they're both cars. (laughs) Like they're completely
2: different. though. Exactly. Exactly.
0: and we live in a world and Joe and I go off on this all the time i mean i mean if there's anything we're famous for it's being harsh on people but yeah. you'll you'll drop 100 dollars at a bar on a thursday night mm-hmm. you'll spend 200 dollars a week in fast food you'll buy all kinds of other things to impress people that you don't care about but like when it comes to investing in your health people seem to have a real problem with it you know what i mean like it like it like yeah. it becomes this it becomes this thing. And my, my barrier is, and I've always said this, buy it once. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much it is. I just don't want to replace it every two months. I don't yeah. want it to fall apart. And that's like, that's kind of one of the ways I judge a product is not by how much it is, but like, how well does this hold up in yeah. comparison to the cost? And, and that's one thing, like I said, that impressed me that like, how does this wash? How does this look? How does this, and I, man, I've, I've probably used my stuff 50 times already. Yeah, and It still looks yeah. like the day it got delivered, which is okay. Yeah. This is all right. That's awesome. awesome. So is there That's is awesome. there anything you want to add about the product? Uh, You know, add about how it's used?
1: No, I think, I mean, your questions have been awesome. You know, I think we've covered, you know, what's unique about microloading? What's different? You know, why is it what it is? I, I really... You know i really just appreciate the opportunity to to talk about it because it's something we're we're incredibly passionate about and you know our instagram we'll Morpho, and our site has more information if you know if someone wants to dive deeper in it but but we're pumped for it and you know we're just starting so this we, we haven't even been live for two years yet so it's it's really really cool for us every time we get a chance to talk about it and, and hear when when it when it works the way as well as it does for you guys so uh thank you for the for the opportunity
0: no and thank you for for making the time to come on and i understand how busy yeah. it is to run a company uh you know to develop these things but like i said we're big fans and uh it, it's an honor to have you on and kind of get a little bit of the history behind the product too mm-hmm. it, it frankly makes it more fun for me you know what Man, i mean awesome. Get to learn and talk about it so we appreciate your time
1: great thank you guys so much